from local churches to medical facilities, how to help in the opiate crisis. Part two of a conversation with Reverend Randy Davis from Brianna's Hope and the author of Recovery Conversations on episode number 70 of To Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trumbull. You are welcome to be encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. Bishop Trimble is on a mission to encourage you with the love of Jesus Christ so you can rise to your highest potential. On To Be Encouraged, Bishop Trimble speaks to a discouraged world with a good word on the pandemic, racism, the environment, human sexuality, and the state of the church, with a focus on centering your life on the love of Jesus Christ. Has there ever been a more needed time for an encouraging word to our world? This is your time to rise to your greatest potential and to be encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Tremble. Hello, good people, and welcome back to another episode of To Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Tremble. This is the podcast where we look to offer an encouraging word to an often discouraged world. I am your co-host, Reverend Dr. Brad Miller. In this episode, episode number 70, it's a powerful installment of a, of a two-part episode that we began the last time around here on episode number 69 of To Be Encouraged, where myself and Bishop Trimble continue a conversation we have with Randy Davis, Reverend Randy Davis, about the ministry that he heads up called A Better Life, Brianna's Hope, and its impact on the communities that it serves, which are in a number of different places across the states of Indiana and Ohio and a couple of other states as well. We talk about the impact of this ministry, and particularly in this part two of this two-part episode, we delve into how people can support this vital ministry, the availability, the availability of resources, and the treatment options that flow through Brianna's Hope, and very importantly, the role that churches can play in partnering with substance abuse centers and medical facilities. So I just ask you to, to join us as Bishop Tremble and I explore with Randy Davis the, the story of Brianna's Hope and moreover the inspiring stories that continue to flow out of this ministry and the importance, the vital importance of addressing addiction issues in every community because they are prevalent and it is a problem that has to be addressed. And it has to be addressed as the uh, the focus of Brianna's hope is, and the hope and the focus of many churches is, with compassion and faith. So this is the Randy Davis episode, part two of the Randy Davis episode. You're not going to miss it. You can find more out more about uh, the uh, A Better Life of Brianna's Hope by going to their website, which is ablbh.org. And, you know, of course, that stands for ABL, A Better Life, than BH for Brianna Soap. 
So ablbh.org. Lots of great stuff on the website, including some ways that you can learn more about the book that Randy Davis has recently released called Recovery Conversations. And uh, they also have, uh, uh, Randy has his own podcast, which is called Faith in Your Recovery Podcast. You're going to check out all those options to find out more about uh, Brianna's Hope. Uh, and we'll certainly have links to all of that at our website, tobeencouraged.com, as well as links to the prior episode, uh, part one of this episode, which is episode number uh, 069. So let's get into this conversation. The second part of this conversation will be between Bishop Trimble and myself and Randy Davis. We pick up the conversation with Bishop Trimble asking Randy Davis about how people can support Brianna's Hope Ministry. How can people uh, be supportive of the ministry? Well, there are several ways to make that happen. Number one, we'd love for you if you have any extra questions I've not addressed, comments, questions, fears, doubts, go to our website at ablbh.org. The book that I'm talking about, all the funds from this book, this is volume one, volume two is already in the works. And we've got plans for volume three, and we'll pr I'd love to go to volume six, because we've got some incredible stories to be heard. But that book can be purchased for $15.95 plus tax off of recoveryconversations.org. You can make, uh, we've got PayPal, other venues for donations on our website. Uh, we've got our podcast at ablbh.org. And if you have an interest on a chapter in your community, we'd love to hear from you. We'd help you set that up. It's a simple process. It's a minimal cost. You don't pay us anything in our office, but there are some incidentals you'll need to cover to take care of your meetings. But uh, we'll be there with you. We'll help you get folks into treatment. We can resource that. We can make a lot of things happen and truly make a difference for your people your community and the quality of life in that community. Uh, so it's it's going well, and we just want to see it continue to grow, continue to reach. Uh, it's it's one of those missional projects of a sort that we've been able to just turn into to a God given success, and that that pleases me to the bottom of my being. I believe God is pleased too, as well, Randy. I, I was listening to the radio, or actually it was earlier today, uh, and they were sharing some of the uh, heart-wrenching heart statistics about the opioid crisis, how many thousands of people have died in the United States due to the opioid crisis. One of the things they said that really was a bit disheartening was that, that they're actually, they found things that are helpful when people are trying to come off of opioid addiction. Uh, and they mentioned several different things uh, that I've methadone and some other different treatments, but they said only 20% of the people who are actively in addiction ha have access some of these recovery, uh, both treatment plans, as well as accessing recovery itself. Uh, and I know recently this, the Indiana State 
you know, added some additional funds to the mental health uh, uh, budget, and and myself and a lot of others went down to the state house, advocating for for more funds. And we didn't get all that we wanted, but they did increase what 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 was previously in the state budget. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know what I make a reference to in terms of those things that have been found to be helpful as people are are trying to overcome addiction, and whether or not there are places. You said you've helped you've helped people get into recovery programs. Is that available in all the counties, or are there places where it's harder or easier than others to access help if you really want to be helped? Yes, to all of that. Okay, but I'll try to break it down a little bit. Uh, it's available to everybody in any county, but there's not always a facility in every county. Uh, there are multiple means on the internet. We have resources. We can help get you somewhere. We can guide and direct. As far as those, uh, the medically assisted treatment that you're referring to, there's a lot of there's fear on some people's part. There's a great un understanding on the part of other people. I guess I'm somewhere in the middle, personally. I do not disbelieve in medically assisted treatment, but there's a right way for that to be done. And it has to be done professionally, not through what we used to call the pill mill, to where you should just go and pick the pills up. You need to be under a doctor's care and it needs to be done properly, just like anything. Otherwise you turn into abusing that drug instead of your old one. And there are some that through the medically assisted programs, you use them, you can become addicted, and they can be harder to come off of than the heroin or something else at times. I'm not totally versed in this, but I can get you to people who are, who can help guide you and direct you what's safe and what is working. Well, what you did say, and you said it earlier, and you've said it more than once, is that part of this ministry is helping people access uh, treatment and recovery if they choose to obviously there you got to make a choice to want so so sometimes people might be living in a community maybe they become disconnected with their their family or they, they've kind of been on an out and so they're in a different community but if they if they connect with the abl better life program Brianna's hope you're able to help resource them in terms of their pathway towards recovery we would do our absolute very best. Uh, there's always, I could almost give you the excuses we get many times and the one that's the most often and the next and so on. But uh, yeah, it, bear, it boils down. You made the choice to use the drug. You have to make the choice to stop using the drug. It's not just a matter of stopping usage. You know, you've got to get your mind clean and everything else. So indeed, it's process, but it's not nearly as painful as the process that got you where you are. Amen. Hey, Brad, what, what questions do you have? Well, I kind of got a question for both of you in this regard, because uh, I'm really interested in how 
it fascinates me how this has spread to so many counties and so many communities, even across the different states. And that's an awesome thing. And I really see the partnership opportunity for local churches to really get engaged with their communities. So I guess for Bishop and Randy, as a, as both clergy people, how do you think uh, churches can partner with the various, uh, you know, uh, uh, substance abuse centers and what have you and medical facilities to provide something like this, uh, a faith-based process or some other process to help people get the faith that they need? How can we help things like this be uh, and engage, help churches engage in their community in this great area of need? Bishop, why don't you go ahead, please? Well, I think part, part of it is the ongoing training we do for our pastors. I know this has come up in our cabinet meetings, so several of our superintendents are fairly familiar with a better life because they have churches in their districts that are hosting. Uh, but, but as a local pastor, I think about, Brad, you and I went to seminary together, the things that we didn't learn in seminary, oh, the yeah, things that yeah. would have been helped, things would have been helpful. <laughs> I happened when I was in Cleveland, when I was in Cleveland, Ohio, I had an associate pastor who was much more street savvy than I was. And he had been, a, he also was a trained social worker. So he had his finger on the, on, on all of the resources that were available in our county, in, a, in our community that, that we could, we could direct people to. But I think the ongoing education of pastors, you know, uh, local pastors, deacons, elders, uh, and, and, our, and, our, and our laity in our churches, because we really, the church should be a place where people can find help, whatever their help is they need. And that's physical, spiritual, mental help as well. So I think part of it is how do we resource our, our pastors? I like, one of the things we like to do on the podcast, Brad, is to, is to accentuate and magnify these stories so that people, they can be, they can be repeated other places. So I'm certainly going to be talking to Serena, our communications person. And I know we've done stories. That's been a while, but there have been stories done in the past about a better life. But Randy, now, yeah, now I, 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 I teased it up for you. What else? Yeah, because Randy's doing yeah. is really hands on in this. So, Randy, what what have you seen? How are how's this uh, uh, program being translated and spread to other communities through the churches? It certainly takes intentionality from that church. There has to be someone just as with every mission within the church who has the desire, the passion to see this work. There's still an incredible stigma and bias out there that we deal with on a daily basis. And as much as I hate to say it, it's alive and well within many churches. Do we want that person next to us that we just read about in the paper a couple of weeks ago of going to jail on this kind of a charge or that kind of a charge? How much do we want to invest in that of our time and our energy and our hearts? But I'm still of the belief. And I tell nearly every chapter of this at their start, it's going to take you one success story and people will start to believe. I remember the negativity we faced in the beginning, and I get it because nobody around was doing anything like this. So I'm okay with that. But that didn't stop us again. 
<laughs> tell me no, and that's probably the best firing you can put in me. That's the best amen you can give me sometime is to say that can't work because I, I will try to prove to you it can. If God's with me, it's going to work. I think so, one, uh, one, of the, one of the great things you've done here, Randy, is you put a face on this because there's a Brianna in every town, no matter what. It could be a big city like Indianapolis or it could be a small little place like Red Key, Indiana, and every place in between. There's a Brianna there or a Brian or whatever, you know, yeah. you get that. There's, if you put a face on this, I think it's one of the brilliant, if you allow me to say, a kind of a marketing play on this that you've, you've done here to to help the, give that a face to that. And, yeah. and when that story comes up, because it will in every community where they will have that person pop up who has a need, and boy, you're, you're ready to go then. That. There's a lot of truth with that, and that was a part of the purpose, so people could identify. Uh, you pick up the newspaper, you read of someone, boom, you can just transfer that into Brianna's story. And there's so much of that going on around us. And as you said, every community's had their struggle. I have been to two communities in my nearly, you know, nine years of this who have told me we don't have a problem. Yeah, well, to the best of my abilities, I kept <laughs> saying, then why don't you travel with me and tell people how you keep from having a problem? More so than that, I wanted to say, you need to move that rock you've been living under. Yeah. And I, so, yeah. I call that the Cleopatra excuse, the queen of denial kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> I've often said that society's in as big a denial as any hey, addict. Here's my quick story about that out of my ministry. I had a big meeting one time about uh, uh, some new folks coming to the church who were a little bit rough characters. And this one older woman said, I cannot stand people coming to our church with tattoos. And then uh, while I'm talking to her in her uh, at her kitchen table, her grandson, about 20 years old, who's been out mowing the lawn, comes in without a shirt on, and he has this huge eagle tattoo all over his chest. So I was like, what? and I said, hey, would you ever like your grandson to be in church? He's got the tattoo. So oh, you can de 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 deny all you want to, but the reality of the issues are right there in front of our face, and we can no longer deny them in the church, or we will not be relevant to people who need oh, the Lord. Last year... We took our group, three or four speakers, went to Jay County High School, Portland, Indiana. The first question I asked the students who were gathered, how many of you personally know someone, have a family member, or are personally involved with drugs? And out of the, I don't know, 1,200 students who were there, 1,100 hands went up, and the other 100 just probably didn't hear the question. <laughs> Read the yes. liner out of touch. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So uh, no, it's a very real thing, and it's everywhere. Yeah. And that's a that would be true if we did that from the pulpit on Sunday morning. How many Done of our many families? Times. How many How many of our families have not been touched by this? I know that my family has, yeah. and, and and alcohol and drug addiction, and this is this is real, uh, and uh, we are not just in the business of getting people ready for heaven we we try we also should be in the business of interrupting some of the hell that people are going through and walking with them as they struggle through these things 
And, so, and Bishop uh, and Randy is, is also just in a practical, pragmatic terms that many churches are really leveraging uh, uh, things such as uh, ministry to abuse situations as, as an evangelistic tool because there's so much need there. If you're showing the need to people hurting this way, it can lead to growth in, in your church as well. It can. Yeah. Uh, and to see the change within people when that light comes on. I don't just mean those struggling with the drug. I mean those folks who have never really gotten serious about making a difference or getting involved. So it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's been well, an incredible experience. Well, Randy, one of the things we really want to hear from you, you know, the theme of our podcast is to be encouraged. And we always give Bishop the last word in terms of wrapping things up in here in a few minutes. But really want to hear uh, a story now. You've shared with us a few things, but a story where you've seen either an individual's life change or maybe a group like a class or a church or something that's been changed by the mission and ministry that you're involved with now and uh, and how that can be a point of encouragement or uh, inspiration to others. Let's hear a good, let's hear a great story. <laughs> I may be a little hesitant, not because I don't have them. I'm trying to boil it down to one. Well, and, uh, yeah. maybe hard to do, but, but give give us a story, no, if you will. Gotcha. I'll I'll go ahead, and I I know I have permission to use this by name because I have a before and after picture. His name is Dustin. Dustin was a classmate of our youngest son. Used to come to our home quite often. I didn't know, I didn't recognize he was in a home that struggled with alcohol. Uh, Dustin, as he got older in school and was moving on, made some poor choices, got heavily into addiction. And, you know, we, we would keep in contact. He'd show up at meetings. He fought his own battles and dealt with his own demons. And finally, he decided he was done, done with that battle. The picture, the before picture of when he was first booked into jail to the after picture, it was more than night or day. I oftentimes hold up his before picture and make a comment to people, this is not the kind of guy I'd want to meet in a dark alley. And then I go ahead and say, I don't think I'd even want to run into him in a lighted aisle at Walmart. But the change (laughs) Dustin has made, the relationship he's come into with God, the way he has reconnected with his family. He is now a a journeyman brick mason. He's making good money. He's the people of the community have got nothing but good word for him. And they saw him in another situation for a long time. So Dustin's a prime example, along with Monica, who, who is one of our pardon the expression poster kids for recovery. And, you know, her battle with meth, losing her family, her children over the years, her jobs, her home, uh, finally getting to that point, she was so proud she could finally own a car that had all four doors the same color. And to to see her come into recovery, and she's now working for IUJ Hospital, dealing with those who are struggling. So those are those are two what? biggies, and that's that's you know, fantastic. Now, and you take to the stories of Monica, 
and uh, Dustin, and you multiply them over and over again, don't you? Absolutely. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's been one of the joys of our podcast. Every one of those is a victory story in the end. And uh, Bishop, what what do you think about what you've heard here today from from Pastor Randy Davis about Brianna's Hope? I'd like to get your kind of your reaction, what you feel about it, what is encouraging about it, and what is inspirational moving forward for other churches and other leaders. I think this is an answer to to prayer. When we talk about breakthrough prayer, I think that Brianna's prayer has really had a breakthrough effect. So where her loss of life has not been a loss in vain. And I give thanks uh, to God without apology for Pastor Randy Davis, his enthusiasm, his exuberance, his contagious positivity uh, that I think can be multiplied. And I think we ought to just continue to tell and retell stories like this. I may have heard of Monica's story because I, re- I don't know if, it, if, if is Newcastle one of the places where, where, where early on it got to start? I'm, I may be missing yes. my community. Yes, it is. Yeah, I'm I, sure Monica would have been involved. Right. And I was, I was at one of those meetings and, and I'll never forget because I came back, Randy, and told that story. Say, so you never think about somebody giving thanks for having a car where the doors all match. And, you know, those of us who used to, you know, I grew up in the city in Chicago, and I knew what that was. If you got a car and sometimes, you know, the doors didn't didn't always match because it, you know, was a replacement door. But if the car was running, you know, that was the first thing. But if you had a car where all the doors are matched, you know, you that that's a step up. Step up. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Randy, why don't you tell us one more time how people can – Find out more about your organization, about your book, about your podcast, because people are going to want to know how to make uh, learn more about this. Tell us how people can get a hold of you, about your organization, and, and all those things we've mentioned there. And our website. The again. Yeah. All right. Our website, ablbh.org. Our office email is info at ablbh.org. The podcast, podcast at ablbh.org. It is titled Faith in Your Recovery, available on all major podcast platforms. Our office phone, 260-766-2006. And the book can be found on our website. You can go there and get information. I'll get the angle there in a minute. You can go there and get information or go to recoveryconversations.org and uh, we'll get one out to you right away. Well, that's that's fantastic. We'll put all those connections on our website at uh, tobeencouraged.com. The main website, though, is ablbh.org. I assume that stands for it stands for a better life. Brianna's hope is that what that stands for? I assume that it does, right? It does. Yeah, it does. So that's ablbh.org. So uh, that's where to go. Bishop, can you give us any final thoughts and close us with a prayer, please? Yeah, well, I, yeah, I got a copy of the book, but I told Randy I want an autograph copy. So he's, <laughs> he's working on getting. Yeah, my word. Get an autograph. Well, you know, one of the things we like to do is remind people of the scriptures that really undergird this podcast. First Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, for God has destined us not for wrath, but for obtaining salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. 
who died for us so that whatever whether we are awake or asleep we may live with him therefore sisters and brothers encourage one another and build up each other as indeed you are doing we have been encouraged by pastor randy davis and a better life brianna's hope and i hope you will support this ministry it's a ministry worth supporting if we want to save lives we've got to invest in lives and i give thanks to god for randy davis and for the many people who have been as we like to say up the rough side of the mountain what a powerful episode of to be encouraged we just witnessed with randy davis we had the privilege of hearing this conversation that bishop tremble and i had with randy davis uh, as we talked about the insights that uh, he has gleaned after experiencing the opioid crisis in his own community and how it's been ex- the impact of this ministry has been ex- extended beyond their small rural community to many other places and we talked about the nature of the opioid crisis and the need for support and resources for those struggling with addictions of, of all sorts. Um, as we talk about this episode, let's reflect on three areas or three key takeaways that we really that I really want to encourage you to take moving forward and apply to your own ministry situation. First of all, Randy Davis emphasized the the emphasis of supported ministry, and he mentioned various ways in which people can be supportive, including visiting the website, purchasing the book, making donations. A Better Life, Brianna's Hope, uh, does make a difference in their community and many others by providing resources and assistance to those in need. And by actively engaging in programs like this, we all can contribute to the well-being of those impacted by this terrible situation and improve the quality of life in these communities. Second thing, Bishop Trimble shed light on a disheartening statistic related to the opioid crisis. Only 20% of individuals actively struggling with addiction have access to recovery and treatment plans. However, despite this challenge, Randy Davis assured us that resources and assistance are available in all the counties that Brianna's Hope serves and even beyond that, to every other county, and, and that there are not always a facility in every county and every location, but there are resources to get people connected to those. The point is, seek treatment, seek help. There's medically assisted treatment, and, and there, there's uh, other ways to improve this as well. The key is to ensure that treatment is done professionally and responsibly. And it's vital to seek guidance from professionals in this matter. So seek out those ways that you can be connected to the proper resources. And the last thing is we explored this partnership, this incredible partnership opportunity between churches and substance abuse centers. Uh, Bishop Tremble and Randy uh, Davis both stressed the significance of ongoing education for pastors and for churches and church leaders, and by equipping ourselves with knowledge and actively engaging in training programs and resources, and the churches can become uh, basically beacons of hope and support in their communities. The church has a unique role to play in providing a physical space and the spiritual and the mental health to help those in need. 
intentionally and a commitment to breaking down stigma and bias are also a part of this this uh, process that churches can use in this partnership. But it does require a passion and a desire and people to step forward to see this work uh, not only get started, but flourishes and grows. Hope that you enjoyed this this podcast episode. We'll put links to everything about this podcast episode at our website, tobeencouraged.com. This is episode 070. You can find out more also by going directly to the website that we've mentioned here a couple of times, which is uh, ablbh.org. ABLBH, that stands A Better Life, Brianna's Hope ablbh.org and then that's you can find all kinds of information about randy davis and about all the programs and how the many counties it serves directly throughout uh, about four states i believe you can also find out more about the book that randy davis has written and it's my understanding it's it's one part of a multi-volume book series that's coming out which is book which is called recovery conversations, which is actually just what it says. A lot of conversations, a lot of testimonials from people who have recovered from substance abuse. He also, Randy Davis also has his own podcast, which is called Faith in Your Recovery Podcast. As we mentioned, we'll put links to all of that at tobeencouraged.com. This is episode 070. We also invite you to go back and check out part one of this interview with Randy Davis, and we'll put links to that as well in our website. But that uh, that episode is tobeencouraged.com, and it's episode 069. It's been a pleasure and a privilege to be with you here today on To Be Encouraged. This, this podcast is all about offering an encouraging word to an often discouraged world. For Bishop Julius C. Trimble, I am Reverend Dr. Brad Miller, encouraging you to always do all the good that you can. Consider yourself encouraged and appreciated for listening to Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. Now, please share the blessing and encourage others in your life to listen to Be Encouraged. You can do just that by pointing your people to the website to be encouraged. That's T-O-B-E-E-N-C-O-U-R-A-G-E-D.com. Or connect through Apple Podcast, where you can follow, rate, and review To Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimple. When you do that, you're doing your part to bring a good word to a discouraged world. Remember, to listen next week, To be encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Tribble. And never forget, God loves you and there's nothing you can do about it.